The Utah Jazz have done it again. A remarkable victory when seemingly it wasn't possible. And tonight, it's spurred by youngsters. A Taylor Horton Tucker lay-in. A Walker Kessler block. An Ojai Abaji three. And Jazz fans leave happy while Celtics fans cry in their soup. Postcast is next. David Locke along with Ron Boone. I mean, it's probably not soup, but who cares? There were a lot of Celtic fans in their building. They were left over in the green beer, and they get the loss tonight as the Jazz beat the Boston Celtics. A, a, a win that's symbolic of the season, emblematic of the season. Uh, this team just doesn't quit, and, and they did it again tonight. I ha- it's gonna be, I can't wait to go back and watch this fourth quarter. They were dead to rights multiple times, down seven, down eight, down four, and they just kept coming. Jazz record 34 and 36, and I have all season long we have not seen them quit. We have not seen them give up, regardless of what's out there on the floor. Uh, they play to the end. Uh, they give themselves a chance to win. Uh, even when you're playing against teams that on, in, on paper are, are more talented. Uh, and, you know, the Boston Celtics are obviously one of those teams. But uh, they just don't quit, man. They just keep going, coming at you. All right, let's go through some of the final plays. They are the recency bias plays that seem the most important. Uh, Boston is inbounding down one late in the game. They put Jason Tatum in the backcourt. They put Jalen Brown in one quarter. They have Sam Hauser, a shooter, in this corner. And they have Grant Williams underneath the basket. And then the, in, and the inbounder is Brogdon. And you got to guard the corners, and you got to guard Tatum. So Grant Williams flashes to the ball, gets it, turns the corner, and... Runs into two Jazz play, defensive players, which is interesting because it means the Jazz left somebody. Uh, maybe it was the inbounder they left. I'm not sure. We'll have to go back and watch. And Walker Kessler bro- blocks Grant Williams' shot. There's a few things here. One, that's a pretty darn interesting play by Joe Missoula late in the game. And then that is just a heady play by Walker Kessler, who was flat-out dominant tonight. Trying to think about that particular play, David, and if just like a quick hitter, like, uh, you, you, you know, you got five seconds on the clock. You know that uh, the Jazz want to try to make you take a couple of dribbles, eat up some time on the clock. That way you're shooting a low percentage shot. So it was more of a quick hitter. It just makes you think about what Draymond Green does a lot. Gets the ball, fakes the handoff, and goes to the basket. Uh, and fortunately enough, the Jazz, uh, you know, they overloaded that the strong side of, of, of the court and was able to force him right into Kessler, and he blocks it. Let's talk about Walker's game tonight. He gets in foul trouble early. The Jazz get torched defensively. They allow a 157 offensive rating in the first quarter. They're down by, I think, 19 when he checks back into the ballgame, and he brings them all the way back to within three with just his presence. And then, well, let's just start there. Let me just let you go from there. I think that was a 12-5 to run, a 12-4 to run, if I remember you saying something like that, what the Jazz went on there when he came back in the ballgame. Um, and, you know, he spent 34 minutes on the floor tonight and picked up a couple of early fouls in, in that first quarter, had to take him out, and the lineup just didn't, well, Rudy Gay ended up playing center, little center, and, you know, he's just not that rim protector. And for what the defense that the Jazz wanted to play, and they tried to stay in that zone, uh, it just wasn't working because they did not have that, that guy, meaning Kessler, who... Um, Patrolling the paint, got called for three seconds one time, but you know I'm sure we'll we'll you know he'll be okay with that because he was uh, getting out and trying to defend the three point shot, but also protecting the rim. I don't know what his final plus minus was tonight. Uh, 
his final plus minus this turns out to be plus 15. Kelly's is plus 18. I mean, the starters were were all very positive tonight, but but it did feel as though Walker's presence dictated kind of how the game went tonight. Um, and he had, you know, even late in the game, there's a big play where uh, either Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum drove to the basket, beat Markinen, and then there was Walker waiting for him. I think it was Tatum um, who who ends up, it was Tatum beat beat uh, Markin and got to the basket and airballed a layup because Walker came over. I mean, he's yeah. since the All-Star break, he's just been incredibly impactful on games. He's actually been impactful all season. He's one of the four best rim defenders in all of the NBA this year, and he just it just did it again. We thought offensive rebounding was going to be a key, at least no, I no, did tonight. No, give yourself credit. You're the one who came out with it. It's opening the broadcast tonight, talking about the Jazz offensive rebounding being vital. And this is against the number one defensive rebounding team in all the NBA. Yeah, and they had a good night. 17 offensive rebounds. But look at that front line. Can you see the front line? I can. Two for Markin, three for Olenek, eight for Walker Kessler. Look the at the total plus. rebounds. Eight, uh, ten rebounds for Markin, 13 for Olenek, 14 for Kessler. Yeah, that is remarkable. I mean, all three of those guys on the front line had a very good night rebounding the basketball. And then you throw in the 17 offensive rebounds. Uh, which makes a big difference with second-chance points. The Jazz 20-8 to eight as far as second-chance points, and all because of Kessler, without a doubt. So if, you, if you're going to give out a game ball, I think he gets two. So I have a sneaky game ball tonight. We're going to get to it at some point. I have a sneaky game ball. I'm I, that's a tease. That's okay. a tease ahead to a sneaky game ball. Um, let's discuss the zone defense that the Jazz evidently put in yesterday. According to Taylor Horton Tucker after the game, that the Jazz put in a zone defense yesterday. They played a predominantly a 1 3 1 zone defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they doubled Jason Tatum for a good deal of the game. Tatum has season low coming in the game with 15 shot attempts. He'd only done it three times all year. He only took 12 tonight, the Jazz, and he mm-hmm. only went to the free throw line six times. So this, they neutered Jason Tatum tonight as much as any team has all year long. And. Uh, they did it out largely out of trapping him, but also when they went to the zone, they did not lose where Jason Tatum is, and maybe that was the key to the whole zone defense. Yeah, they really made an emphasis on taking the ball out of his hands. And, and when he out on the wings or when he was dribbling the basketball, he saw two people. And so, he, you know, being the kind of guy that forced him to give it up, which really made a huge difference. Uh, like I said before the ball game, between him and uh, Brown, they had taken like 2,600 shots. And Tatum does not get a chance. And Brown gets 19 up, but Tatum does not get a chance, you know, to get those, those shots up. Now, get back to that zone because they put it in yesterday. And, and a lot of times, you know, teams, will, if they have a, an off day, they'll, they'll work on the next opponent. And then the following day, they'll refresh everything as shoot-around. Jazz didn't have a shoot-around today. So whatever uh, Will saw yesterday, he thought was, was enough for them to carry over into tonight's basketball game in order to win. Well, and I think this is a good example of everything we're seeing right now about the Jazz. Like, I get asked this question all the time of, like, what are the Jazz trying to do? Like, you know, what about the lottery? What about the play-in? Like, what? It, I, that's all of us putting, a, a like, 10-game focus on the Jazz. The Jazz are in this 36-month vision. You're seeing Lowry marketing get balls standing still more than he ever has trying to learn how to play that. You're seeing Ochai Abaji hit two threes tonight 
off of movement threes that he just wasn't taking earlier. And you're also, I think, going to see the zone defense for the next 10 games as they try to figure out what they can do with the zone, how important it is, and as NBA half-court offenses get better and better and better, there is a feeling in the league that zone is going to come back, and the Jazz, are, I think, will see it every night for the next 10 or 11 nights. It's amazing how this, this, this game just goes from... Uh, it, coaches they they solve problems and then all of a sudden you got to go back to what, what they did last year or two years ago that that type of thing just to make your your, your team and your personnel revel it out there on the floor it, it, it's it, it, that's why we have great coaches in this league I mean they're they're responsible for figure, figuring it out that's for sure pretty neat final moment of the game Throughout the broadcast, we talked about Taylor Horton Tucker and how he's so remarkably available ability to get to the rim. At one point tonight, he was two of eight at the rim. So we, we I'm not going to hide. Like I would tell Taylor this. I know him very well. I talk to him almost every game. Um, you know, we talked about the key. I said on the broadcast, the key to his career is going to be whether he can become a better rim finisher. He's right now. He's at 54 percent at the rim, which is super low, and. He get he, because he has this incredible ability to get to the rim. So if he can learn how to finish better and be on more on balance and be able to finish, he can't really elevate that well. So figure out how he's going to do it. It's a major step in his career. And the game-winning play tonight is a left-to-right double stagger pick for him. He turns the corner, he gets to the rack, and he finishes for the layup to win the game. Yeah. Like, that's a cool moment for a kid who's developing how to be a point guard, playing final minutes for the first time in his career, wasn't in the rotation before the trade deadline, is now closing games, trying to learn how to play point guard, and trying to get better, and he finishes at the rim on that play. Yeah. I think you just touched on something that's very, very important in, in, in his progress of being a driver to the basket. Now, he has an uncanny way of, of putting his body in awkward positions in, in order to try to finish at the rim, and because of that, he does not get a chance to elevate enough. Um uh, and so, as you mentioned, being on balance when you can't elevate like that will, I think, will cure you know some of those. You know what it reminds me a little bit? Remember when Gordon used to go to the basket and his feet, his strides were yeah, too wide too and so wide. he couldn't yeah. get up? Right. And then he learned how to make his stutter, his feet close together. I wonder if Talon will, if that's in, he might not have the, the pop that Gordon had. Talon's heavier, so he might not be able to pop up the same way, but he certainly does, because actually, we've seen Talon dunk, and remember, we were having the conversation with one of our athletic trainers earlier this year, like, who's the best athlete in the team, and they, they we all time Jordan, he goes, you know, it might be Talon. Yeah. Like, remember that? Well, yeah. So, I'll bet that there's a development skill there that he sh he will probably learn um, along the way. Boy, there's a lot to this game. Kelly Olenek has just been really super good for this Jazz team throughout since the trades and stepped up. He had 13 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. I don't want to forget about him tonight. Um, Ochai Abaji does hit these two threes. We're just seeing a little bit more out of him. We saw the wiggle the other night on the drive. We saw the guts to make the drive. We saw the guts to take the three tonight late in the game. Kind of love the fact he's willing to make these plays. He's not, like Will Hardy said, turned back on that brain that was the college player of the year, and he's done it. So now it's time for our stars tonight, Ron Boone. And I <laughs> Well, Kessler is definitely going to be one. Let's make it that. So way. I have I have a different star. Uh, Kessler is one. I I have a I have a new star I, I want to give out tonight. Okay, go ahead and give it out. Will Hardy. Mm. The zone defense. Okay. Um, I didn't think about that, but I'll go along uh, with that. And I, and I thought the double stagger and the defense late and I, I going up against Joe Missoula, kind of a cool game. I, I'm giving Will Hardy a start tonight. Yeah, I'll go along with that as well. All right, I'll definitely go along with that. But let's give a couple other players. Some yes, 
Who and, else and deserves done. love? Done 20 minutes, two for sevens. He always gets a number of assists in games. He, he ended up with six assists. And, and it just seemed like his men is out there are productive. So what I'm, what I'm getting at, he's a rotation backup point guard, I think. Yep. Yeah. And Lowry Markin, we don't mention, he just hit two massive threes, answered one of their biggest shots, drove to the basket, just dropped another 28 tonight with 10 rebounds, three assists, and was monster big defending tonight. So we just, you know, let's just ignore Lowry's brilliance because we've gotten spoiled by it. How about turnovers? Well, they did not. We only had six going into the fourth quarter, and we finished with seven. So that'll generally work. And they only had they only had four going into the fourth quarter, and they ended up with eight. So that's an interesting thing: is that they doubled their turnovers. They had four turnovers yeah. in the fourth quarter. They had four going into the fourth quarter. So right. kind of interesting little note there. Yeah. All right, great job, super fun. That'll be a fun one to rewatch. I'm going home to watch Bowler and Thurl. Call that one. See you.